Hey, hey campers. campers! Welcome back to Camp Reality. I'm Serena. And I'm Lana. We are chatting about Traders episode 5. A great episode, in my opinion. We both so watched good. it twice. We were so captivated. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm glad we watched it because there were so many good one-liners that I missed the first time. Um, mm-hmm. And I, was, I wasn't even taking notes the first time. I should have been fully paying attention. But so, so good. Before we get into that, though... I don't know. I'm always looking for more content to consume because I have mm-hmm. every streaming service imaginable, yet I just feel like there's nothing to watch. Um, so I took a gamble last night. I was on Disney Plus and I oh. saw this movie and it said Flame and Hot. And I was like, this surely cannot be a Cheetos movie. Um, it was a Cheetos movie. And that Cheetos movie is now you nominated mean- for an Oscar. Yeah, I was about to say, you mean the Oscar-nominated movie, Flaming Hot? For Best Original Song, Flaming Hot? Um, I have to say, if you're looking for a palate cleanser, if you're looking for just, like, something that makes you feel really good, watch the Cheetos movie, okay? Um, it's about the guy was it who... a movie or a documentary? Like, is a it... A movie. I'm not gonna say the oh, acting wow. was top tier, okay? But okay. it is heartwarming. It's with the guy who allegedly created the seasoning for flaming hot because apparently now there's a controversy that maybe he didn't invent it i'm gonna choose to believe that he did because it was a very sweet story Mm, um just like grassroots he was a janitor at frito-lay and he thought we're not marketing correctly to the hispanic community so we like came up with all of the different spices he was like no they're gonna love this so it's an amazing story i know it was so heartwarming eva longoria uh directed it i guess it was her first time directing anything and it's a great story. Oh my gosh. So. You know how I heard of it. I just, from the back depths of my brain, I'm brain realizing blast. why I heard of it. <laughs> okay. On New Year's Eve, for some reason, Eva Longoria was on the Andy Cohen and um, Anderson oh. Cooper live stream yeah. of New Year's Eve. And she was on a boat or a yacht, but obviously that means you call it a boat when you're rich, in Miami. And like, that's like why she was there. She was like promoting her movie. It was the weirdest the segment movie. of the, it was the weirdest segment of like the entire How much like, did show. they pay for the Flame and Hot segment right. during the New Year's I Eve? I was so confused. <laughs> they were just like, Oh hey, how's it going, Eva? And then like eventually she's like, Oh yeah, I like was making this film about the origins of Flaming Hot Cheetos. I'm telling you, I totally judged it, but we put it on in bed and I were like, Oh my gosh, wait, this is like the most heartwarming story. So if you need just like a good I don't know. Makes you feel good on a Sunday. Beat those Sunday scares. Yeah. Watch Flame and Hot. Mm-hmm. Honestly, okay. it was great. And, and, at the, and they show like Plus? pictures of the Yeah, you know Disney Plus has it's like also on Hulu and stuff. But I found that oh, um, that's like so confusing. But yes, yeah, okay. I know so they Disney own everything. Plus. So mm-hmm. it's getting it's getting really frustrating to me. I feel like we've gone backwards as a society. Where okay, pre-streaming services, you just had oh like gosh. a different television package. And all oh, the yeah. packages came with certain we channels. We more for this shit than we ever whatever. did for cable. Yeah. yeah. And now there's all these freaking streaming services and you're like, I have to pay individually for all of them. And that's so I much know. effort. And now we're at a weird place where they're like, hey guys, guess what? We're bundling our streaming services together and you can pay one price. We have come this is full the- circle. And this is like the bullshit is that sometimes they don't tell you or you don't even think about it. Like, oh, I have Hulu and Disney Plus mm-hmm. and you're paying for both of them separately when you could just bundle yeah. them and have pay for one price. And so I feel like they operate yeah. 
I'm sure they operate the same thing as a gym membership. You just forget that you have it. And so you're like, oh, what's five bucks a month? Basically. Five bucks a month. Also, any, nothing, no streaming service is $5 a month anymore. They're all like $15 no. and they just keep yeah. going up. And um, it's like, and it's you have to keep picking what you want. And it's like, oh, yeah. what do you watch? And then you hear somebody do a recommendation for some streaming service you don't have. And then you have FOMO. So then you get that streaming service just to watch one show. And then before you know I it, know. you have all of them. And you can't keep track of what it is you're supposed to be watching. And you have no idea what's going on. Or you get an excellent friend like me. Yeah. I was about to say, (laughs) or you get Lana. Who has them all? Who has them all and gives Serena a guest profile on all of them. Because like, okay, but like, how do they not realize I'm not in your household? Because I just got kicked out of my parents' Netflix. My TV was like, hey, you don't live here. But like, none of, like, Hulu hasn't done that to me yet. And neither has Max. So I don't we're just going to hope that never happens. Are doing the the password thing because we bum off of we bum off of Ben's parents Netflix nice. and we got the notification yeah. that was like you're not in the household. So weirdly, I don't know how it works on one mm-hmm. TV. It does not work on the other TVs. So Netflix still works on yeah. I have multiple TVs in my house, y'all, because yeah. if you're married, you need multiple TVs, okay? <laughs> The secret to happiness in marriage is Avoid a fight. Get two TVs. I want to watch Housewives. He wants to watch, I don't know, some YouTube thing. I want to watch it. I want to watch my show. Yeah. It's like just getting more and more complicated. But like truly, how can anyone afford all, all the options? You know? You can't. How? You can't. You can't afford it. You can't. We need one streaming service to rule them all. And I leave it to mm -hmm. Disney to do that because they probably will do that. But I don't know. It's it's such a nightmare. And it's like some of them just be giving so much stuff. Like when HBO and Discovery Plus merged, like Mm -hmm. now it's just Max. Yeah. The dumbest thing. So many things are on there. So many things are on there. I can watch Worst Cooks in America one Uh hour and then say, you know what I want to watch? Succession. The next hour. Like, there is a variety of things on there. Yeah. Um, I love it. Lana just gave me the Max password, like, last month, trying to get me to watch some crazy documentary that I refuse to watch. But, like, I haven't... Got the mother. Mother I haven't even gone... I haven't even gone into the depths of Max yet because it's, like, overwhelming. There's so many things. There's too many things. There's too many. There's and too so many I just like have only watched what someone has told me to watch. Like I watched Gilded Age and so I watched good. Harry Potter and that's all I've watched so far on Max. So I got to watch Did through you... other suggestions. I have a feeling like I know this answer, but I'm just going to ask yeah. to confirm. Were you not allowed to watch Harry Potter as a child? Oh, oh, it's better than that. So like <laughs> I, <laughs> should I tell this? I don't know. Ain't listening. Maybe Bill yeah, is. Mindy's not listening. Bill might be. But like, I had this like weird, not fully like a rule about Harry Potter, where I read all the books. And I don't really remember seeing the early movies. I like didn't go and see them in theaters. But I remember going to like the final movie premiere when I was like a senior oh, in high yeah. school or whatever. So like I know that I watched some of the movies. But I remember like when the books were out, like I have a very vivid memory of being on vacation when the book dropped and my dad like driving me to the bookstore so I could pick it up. And then my mom being like really mad that I was reading the witchcraft book on vacation. Oh, yeah. But like. My mom was, like, the type of mom who was, like, you're a Christian, so, like, you should know what to do. Like, I'm not going to tell you you're not allowed to do that as your parent. I'm just going to, like, remind you as a Christian what you should and shouldn't do. And I was, like, so I'm going to finish reading this book. Thanks, Mindy. <laughs> Went down yeah. to the beach with, like, like 700 page Harry Potter books. I have. Also, like, you're a child who was reading. Like, wow, she should be so blessed that you opened up a 700 700- <laughs> 
a 700 page book at like 12 <laughs> yeah I don't I don't know what age I was but I just think that's like truly that encapsulates my childhood and like the way my parents parented me like Bill drove me to the bookstore <laughs> and Mindy was like are you sure you want to make that choice and like that <sighs> is truly like my life you know like I was in high school yeah. and my mom would be like what time are you staying out till not like this is yeah. when you need to stay out till She'd I be gave like, myself well, a what curfew. do you think yeah, so I feel like that's that's what happened. So also, I wasn't if my mom not read. I like definitely could. Well, my dad probably wouldn't have liked if I read them, but I definitely could read them. But they weren't allowed in my Christian high school library. Um, but oh I gosh. read Twilight, which like reading, like <gasps> thinking back to Twilight, wasn't this like smut when we were like twelve? Okay, <laughs> that was like okay. I have a vivid memory of this girl doing a book report on Twilight in my honors English class in middle school. Oh my gosh. And like nobody else knew what it was yet. And she's like, yeah, it's like this gosh. thing on vampires. And a like, girl before her time. Yeah. Trendsetter. Like, I don't think it was like a big thing yet. And then I swear, like, the year after that, everybody was obsessed with Twilight. And I just remember thinking, like, oh my gosh, that girl did a book report on it in honors English. Oh my gosh. Yeah, speaking Edward. of books. Speaking of books, my recommendation for your week, if you want content that's not a movie or a TV show, if you want to pretend that you are... Be a reading girly. 2024 is the year of the reader, okay? We're all doing it. So I just finished Argyle last night, which if you don't know all the tea on Argyle, Argyle is this book written by Ellie Conway. And there was this weird TikTok um, belief that that was actually Taylor Swift. I don't think that's true, but it did get the book a lot of promo. Um, And the book already has like a major motion picture deal, which was why it was so big, like pre actually coming out. They were like, by the way, like there's a movie too. And I was just saying to Lana how confused I was because the book was good, but you go to read the description Mm -hmm. of the movie and it has nothing to do with the book except for like the title character, Argyle. That's crazy. I'm so confused. There's characters in the movie that apparently are not in the book at all. Yeah, like, like, truly, I'm like, I have no idea who that is. And then like, Argyle in the movie is like, Henry Cavill. And Argyle in the book is like a t- early 20s, like, I pictured him as like a skinny boy. I don't remember what happened in the book that made me think that. But he definitely talked about other men being like, really big and buff compared uh, to okay. him. So like, I think that's why I picked up on that. But like, I don't understand the way the book ended and I'm not giving like a spoiler, but like the way the book ended, I almost wonder if the author is trying to set up for it to be like a series, like the same I'm way people sure. did like John Wick or did like Jack Ryan, like if this is Argyle. And yeah. so like if she's hoping to do more books and that's why like the movies like picked picked it up and they're like we're just gonna create yeah. this character and make a movie off of him i don't know i'm very confused so please go read argyle and then lana and i are gonna watch the movie and we'll get back to you it comes out in february yeah i'm gonna so read the book so then we can have a we can do a full analysis and if you haven't listened to our first book review um the britney spears memoir you should it's up now on spotify mm-hmm. on apple Podcasts, all the places um the but argyle is very like reality uh, yeah we oh, keep it mm-hmm. you know all we don't discriminate here we do all forms of media. Anything slightly related to pop culture. So I'm like, there was once a theory that Taylor Swift read, wrote this book, even though we all know it's not Must true. It. I'll still read it. I'm like, when would she have time to write a novel, y'all? Because I don't know, that woman seems very busy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But to like tie it into today's episode, Argyle the movie 
had the dumbest commercial during Traders <laughs> if you watched it yes. like the next day. And it was like the weirdest commercial with like a uh, Parmesan cheese being like the same thing between Traders and Argyle. Like you have to oh, be Harvard's acting was so bad. It was you could so see her like funny. reading the cue card. <laughs> yeah, it was so funny. Like you definitely know that they shut her in a room for like twenty minutes during like lunch shooting traders. Yeah. They're like, "Hey, Parvati, can you read these cute cards real quick?" Like quick commercial for the movie like. that you haven't seen yeah. yet. Yeah, it was like be deceptive. Like it was just very dumb. Yeah. Um, it was so dumb, so dumb. But what but a yeah. segue! Let's let's get Thank into so the much. episode. Speaking of Parmesan cheese, um, so we open with the traders in their turret in their velvet um hoods and mm-hmm. phaedra is pissed at parmesan cheese at parvati for throwing the housewives under the bus um during the last round table um which yeah. was only like a, it was a good move but also this cracked me up because two seconds later phaedra gets to pick who's murdered and she picks the housewife <laughs> so- oh my gosh Okay, but can we just say I thought this was the like a new record for how quickly Dan pissed me off in an episode. Oh like, my gosh, it immediately. Opens, it opens up with like Phaedra and Parmesan cheese like arguing. And Dan's over here like, I lit the dynamite and then I just got to sit back and watch. And you're like, Dan, you literally you did nothing. You you did you nothing actually and then you claim that it was did something. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. He, you, they like, are fighting, nothing. and then when, once they, like, quote-unquote resolve it, they really don't, but no. Parvati's like, I'm sorry, I didn't know if you were acting mad, if you are really mad. Um, and Pedro's like, okay, I believe in grace and mercy, so I'm gonna forgive you. And then Dan's like, I love you. I'm so glad you guys made up. It's so important we stick together. <laughs> I'm like, also, sorry about that accent, I don't know what that was. Um... <laughs> What was that? I just, Dan is, Dan thinks he's playing the best game. And other people keep saying, like, Dan's playing such a good game. I'm like, I don't think he's playing at all. No. No. And especially like, this episode. Hello. I'm like, I'm sorry. When pretty boy Peter knows it's you, you are not that strategic. Oh, my gosh. We will get into the uh, mastermind that is Pilot <laughs> Pete. He came to play this episode. Obsessed. I love it. What a, truly, this episode was plot twists. That's what to, this episode totally. should have been called. Like, plot twist on plot twist on plot twist on who the players were compared to previous episodes. Wild. I know. But before they we do that. They seem to wake up this episode and say, hey, I, I think we're actually supposed to be playing a game here. And we're supposed to be, like, getting people out. Yeah. I don't know. Are we supposed yeah. to do that? <laughs> yeah. So, like, even Phaedra finally, you know, says we're going to kill somebody. And it's actually her decision. And it was strategic for the first time ever phaedra is making a decision she's actually in the game i was like okay phaedra you came to play finally six episodes in (laughs) we're five i think we're five episodes five anyways wild i know so she decides you know she's like well i'm very loyal to the housewives i think like you see like a light bulb like a visible one go off in her her head like to cause confusion i'm gonna write tamra's name down um but i have to say when we see later uh, that she wrote Tamara's name down, she put Tamara. She spelled Tamara's name wrong on the murder note. <gasps> I noted it this time. I missed There was that. an extra in there. Oh, Phaedra's spelling everyone's awkward. name wrong on the chalkboard. She does this episode again, too, for who she votes for. There's an extra, like, N in there or something. Phaedra. Um, and I just... <laughs> I no one's name is harder to spell than Phaedra. Like, what's she doing? I know. The best was last time when she put Kelvin instead of Kevin. Um, <laughs> she threw an L in there. <laughs> Definitely, but... Uh, anywho, she picks Tamra, and 
you know, we then open on the breakfast table and, you know, mm-hmm. Janelle and CT walk in first and they don't mm-hmm. think, this is funny, they're like, I don't think it could be a housewife who's a trader because they just like, they don't have the skills to be masterminds. <laughs> um and I mean, like, this was Phaedra's first time showing up, so I won't I won't say yeah. Phaedra's not strategic. It's just, you know. She's played a little Delayed. bit of a game. Like, mm-hmm. she's playing a game. It's just not, I don't know if that's the right one. Like, I think her and Cherie are just like, Cherie, I don't think, knows what's happening in this okay. game. She's just there for a good time. <laughs> Cherie is my favorite because I forget she exists. And whenever she shows up on my TV, I'm like, who is that? Oh, that's I know. Every single time. I'm like, who are you? Oh, Sheree, you're still here? Like, she's so harmless she's and she's so just kind funny. of like happy to be there. Yeah. <laughs> for real. She's just um, like, I'm looking good. That's what I'm here for. I know. The best, one of my favorite things is, you know, John comes in or whatever and Janelle, mm-hmm. Janelle thinks that she's super savvy and I do like Janelle a lot. She is from Big Brother. She has some strategy skills here, but she literally just like defines the word probability and she's like, you know, we should be able to get some traders out because there are less of us. Everyone's like, yes, that's how it works. <laughs> I just thought that was so funny. That was amazing. I also just needed to spend two seconds on CT's like fashion choices. Why What's does going he continue on with CT? To, why did he continue to dress like he's a newsboy in like the 1920s, hat. like trying to sell papers? Like he's just- What is the hat? Like, what is he wearing? I don't know. And then he's got like a flannel with a hoodie on underneath. And then we've got Mm -hmm. people out here like, you know, Phaedra with the full on looks with the eyeshadow. Mm -hmm. And we've got Parvati and her giant headbands. We've got people who are really serving. Or you have Trishel in her picnic blanket jacket with her hat. Like she's dressed up for Derby Day or something. I'm like, what is She looks like a Utah influencer, like a Utah mom influencer with that giant brimmed hat. Um, I just need someone to tell me what the weather is because you yeah, have don't know. people like Trishel in like a jacket that's not warm. It's a it's a look. It is not. And then she's in warmth. like tights and a skirt. Like she doesn't look warm right. at all. And then you have people like Peter Weber who are in a like literal hoodie with a winter coat on top, jeans and like snow boots. And you're like, yeah, what what is the weather? You know, what are I we doing here? Imagine it's chilly because I feel like Alan Cumming, the host, our, you know, yeah. resident fashionista, I don't think he would mm-hmm. be, I don't think he's up to sweat. So I think he probably just like determines the time of year they will be filming this. He's like, <laughs> I get to have my looks, which are multi-layered with hats on yes. and eye makeup. So I can't be sweating my ass off. <laughs> That's so true. And I think my favorite thing throughout this episode talking about fashion was Alan Cumming slash Ellie Gould's looks where like as the episode continued his feathers just got bigger and bigger like he starts off at the breakfast table with just like a little bit of uh white feathers on his shirt but it's covered by a jacket and then like later on he's wearing like peacock accessories and has like a fur jacket and then by the round table he's in a straight up like white fur shirt and I'm like or feather shirt it's like every look incrementally had more feathers he loves a theme. I will give that to Alan. He loves a theme. Also, is he styling himself? Does he have a stylist? I have many questions, but you know, if I need to see him on a red carpet because I feel like he would be incredible. Because you know, yeah. most men on red carpets, we're just seeing like black tuxes. Alan Cumming would yeah. show up with like again a full peacock hat and like I yeah. don't know, a purple jump, some amazing outfit. So, I feel like he'd wear um, like a kilt just for kicks. Yeah. Like he would, like the dazzle a little bit. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> love him so much um but you know pilot pete woke up and decided to really play the game this episode so he comes in he's sitting down he's talking and he's like i think it's dan like 
Dan will never, he will, Dan will never throw a name out. Dan keeps being like, I'm going to sleep on it. I don't want to say a name yet because I'm not sure. And it's such a, it's just, it's so obvious, especially when you have, I could see how that would work if you didn't have fellow big brother people who absolutely know your game, who played with you. Janelle played with him. Um, And then I'm sure some other people have seen, like watched his seasons of of Big Brother. Um, I did not because I don't have enough time to research that because we are booked and busy and watching a a million TV shows. Um, But he thinks Dan is a traitor. And I'm very happy for Pilot Pete to be the first one to be on his scent. Janelle has been too, but like Pilot Pete, it was just good to see him coming out. And I I love him and Virgie. Bergy? Oh my gosh. Bergy. Yeah, Ber- <laughs> I mean, Bergalicious? I think that's the problem is that we just call him Bergalicious. So then we're like, what's his actual name? What do we call him? What, what is his God-given name? I have no idea. It's Bergalicious. But like, yeah, Pilot Pete coming out, Pretty Boy Pilot Pete being like, I think the traitors are Dan. And later he's like Parmesan cheese. And then he thinks CT, which he's wrong about CT. But for him to be like two out of three, yeah. correct? He just wakes up one morning and is like, I know what's going on. It, yeah. It was amazing. I was like... Oh my gosh, like, you know, it does take some intelligence to get your pilot's license. And Pilot Pete's reminding us of that. I know. Truly, he mm-hmm. flies he he flies planes, guys. He's, you know, he's gotta have something in between this in between his ears. Um I I underestimated him, probably because he's very stupid in his love life. And so I just thought he was stupid in all ways. But you know what? Pilot Pete can play this game and I am proud to be a part of Bachelor Nation. He is representing us well today. I know. Mm-hmm. And I love his and Bergie's uh, bromance. It's much better than Pete and Kevin's. Kevin's on my shit list, okay? Um, oh my gosh. Don't even get shit list. We <laughs> will talk about Kevin. I will go on. Mm, don't even get me started. It's not time yet. But like him and Bergie, so cute. I love it so much. I know. I love, I love him so, so much. Um, I have to have an honorable mention for um, Trishel's gloves. What? Her featherless were gloves. Those? Her, 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 her fingerless gloves that were full of feathers. Yes, I was like, featherless, a girl, she said, they make me look like a silk chicken. I don't know what a silk chicken is, but she definitely did look like a chicken. They were these weird half gloves that were furry. And again, I feel like Alan was like, what the hell are those? <laughs> he was judging me. I also need a special moment for Phaedra's quote after the breakfast when they're like, hey, you guys are just going to like chill for a while. <laughs> she's like out there and she's like, the wind is winding. Oh my gosh, like, that was one of the one liners. My that other favorite feature moment is like everyone's so again, we'll finish up the breakfast segment. Oh, everyone's coming oh, sorry, in. The egg. <laughs> yes, the egg. So everyone's coming in. They're waiting to see who gets murdered. Surprise, it's Tamara. Um, and Tamara, when she does get her like murder card, again, it says Tamara on it, and then she just starts crying and she's like, I think it would be so cutthroat. I'm like, you went on a show about the traitors and you oh, didn't think it was mean? cutthroat. Also, OG um Housewives fans who've watched Tamara on the Real Housewives of Orange County know that she is the definition of cutthroat she is she on her show she is lying she's talking out of both sides of her mouth um she recently mm-hmm. found jesus so she's a lot better but early oh, seasons, interesting early season she was throwing wine in people's face she was crazy so um, and but, now she's uh, over here being like oh that's I the people she's killed me on soft on us so she's like crying <laughs> apparently she was sick the whole time um oh. and yeah but she so she gets her card whatever but phaedra's like oh no tamra's gone everyone else is like oh my god and then phaedra looks around and she's like are there any hard-boiled eggs she's like i wish there was any hard-boiled eggs like she's just looking for a damn egg everyone's like oh no yeah 
Phaedra, Phaedra, I don't know, but that to me was like the moment where I'm like, Phaedra, people are going to think you're a traitor. Like you are not at all surprised that she's gone. And she's like, I'm hungry. I need my protein, you know, which I get. I'm a fellow like protein girly, but like Phaedra, pretend to be upset for like one more minute. Like everybody else is still in shock. minutes. Then ask for the egg. Um, I thought that was so funny. Minor rabbit trail. I went and looked on Tamara's Twitter and she has a recap podcast competition. Um, for the traders, and she was interviewing Janelle, and she says that she had like up until she watched the episode, she had no idea that it was Phaedra who like turned on her and murdered her. Yeah. Dan has apparently been trying to reach out to her, and she's like been ignoring him. He's like, "It's not what you think," and she wasn't believing him. So um, I thought that was really funny. Oh, you know what, Dan? That's what you deserve. Maybe not for I this know. Just particular moment, you. but for everything else. Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to show you that apparently it did cause confusion that she, you know, murdered a housewife. Um, So I guess Mm. she was right there. But um, Alan also says, like, you know, he pops out in his beautiful feathered blouse, I guess, with, you know, the beautiful mural of traitors behind him. Or not traitors. Faithfuls behind him with their X's on their face. Um, And he's like, he's so dramatic. I just love him so much. And he's like, are you ready to seize the day? And I think Pilot Pete was like, oh, I know, I know, I know. I know that I know that one saying, and so he's like, mm, "Carpe diem." That's Peter just like says out of the corner. I just feel like he was like, "I remember in seventh grade social studies, they told me about this." Um, and then Alan was like, mm-hmm, "Carpe diem, indeed." And he, like makes a transition. I just it was so funny. I was like, Peter is proving that he has a brain. <laughs> Guys, I came to play today. I know basic Latin phrase. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's on everything. Carpe diem. Oh my gosh. I love Pilot Pete. I love him so much. Pretty boy Pilot Pete has come to play. Wow. I know. I know. So good. Um, we kind of like move on a little bit and Dan's talking to someone I can't even remember, but he's starting to get questioned uh, while they're just kind of like sitting around. And again, he just like won't, he won't throw anybody under the bus. He won't say a name at all. Yeah. And everyone's just kind of like, okay. okay. He's truly giving yeah. nothing. I just, I, I just, I, I'm waiting to see this mastermind at work because apparently like, Things are just happening around him and he's claiming that they are his quote unquote moves. Yeah. And I'm like, is that you being a mastermind or is that you just being really good at claiming things that weren't yours? Yeah, your timing, I guess. But And then right after that is when Phaedra's sitting outside with someone and she says, my God, the wind is windy. (laughs) So good. The the wind is winding. (laughs) Between that and the egg, I was like, Phaedra, what's happening, girl? she's you know what it is she her game is choosing to pretend she's aloof that that's her yeah. game she's just it's I'm strategy. gonna be aloof I'm gonna act like nothing's going on and I don't know who what's no going on and I'm just her. like being silly that's what Faith is doing and her I love strategy it. is silly that's like, what I'm my strategy it. would be in this game so I get it Faith. I'm no longer judging you just be a silly girl <laughs> I know. And Janelle totally calls it. She knows it's Dan. Um, yeah. And she played with him in Big Brother. And she said he's like the most conniving Big Brother player. She says, she describes him. She's like, he's a possum for a while. And then he strikes. And I'm like, did possum I don't know much about possums. But like, is that? Is that, that was a weird thing. It was so weird. I was like, my favorite thing. My favorite thing is like, what was it? It was like Dan and Janelle and... um you know, the prime minister guy. What's his name? Oh, John. John. House of Commons dude. 
House of Commons guy, John. It's like the three of them sitting together. And it's like, oh my God. I can't remember if Dan or Janelle says it, but it's like, you know, you're the people I trust. I, John. John is no one's ally. so loud. I was like, I was I know. like, what? how did John get here in this conversation? I think he must have just walked up to the conversation. But yeah, I'm like, um... I- John should be no one's ally, y'all. Apparently he's a bully, allegedly. Um, but let's get to the challenge, because this challenge was so funny. So funny. <laughs> you can't even think about it. Oh. <laughs> oh, this challenge made... Okay, we watched this episode two times. It did not make any more sense the second time. I was like, what is going on? I need to know who makes up these challenges. Are these interns? Because this was like... Oh, so weird. I just couldn't even get that. It was weird. I would like to believe that this challenge started out with the costume department being like, hey, guys, we have these weird hats and we need to figure out a reason for people to wear them. And they were like, like bird watching. Yeah. Cue challenge. Um, So I will describe it to you while Serena catches her breath. (laughs) So... Um, Alan tells us before he gives us all the instructions that they're, the shields are only going to be, you know, outside. There's going to be a group of people outside running around, and then there's going to be a group of people in the house. And the shields are only available to people who decide to be outside. And people, I thought this was so funny. People start campaigning for the shield, and they're like, well, I've never had one, and you've had one. Like, we all regressed yeah. to, like, middle school. I never got Literally. one, so it's my turn to have a shield. I'm like, hello, this is a, no, that's not how this works. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. You can't like not practice, like go for a shield this whole time and then be like, I deserve one now. Or like Kevin was like, sh- I, was it Kevin being like, I've been a team player this whole time. Now Kevin, like, Kevin's on, again, Kevin's on my shit list. He's like, mm. I'm telling you, these people are like calling dibs on the shields. You can't call dibs on a fucking shield, y'all. Like, Mm-mm. no. Um, Sharita did the same thing. She And I think my favorite was Sandra. She's like, I'm upset. I think the shields should also be in the house for people who don't like to run, like me and Phaedra. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. I also wrote that one down. I thought that was so funny. Especially because the people in the house did end up having to run. So then I was laughing All over the place. about it. But I'm like, I, know. I wonder if Phaedra's sitting there like, Sandra, keep your name out of my mouth. Like, why, why are you talking about True. me? <laughs> no, like me and Phaedra. Um, so yeah. this is, let me get into the actual challenge because, again, I have no words for this, but I'm going to try to come up with some. So they have to match bird calls. So the group of people that are going outside. They're teams the ones, of two. Teams of two. And they're the ones who can get the shield. So they have to, like, run around to these different locations and they have to, like, use a bird call whistle duck thing makes a sound and then they get this like recording of a bird noise and then they have to walkie talkie to the house and mimic the bird call for them why weren't they allowed to just do it i don't understand why they have to mimic it why couldn't they just record the whistle i don't know but the mimicking was so bad it was so funny funny. um and then the people inside have to like run around and find all these stuffed birds and they play a bird call like it plays a sound and so they have to match like the sound to the one that the people outside are mimicking um it is as chaotic as it sounds it i think again i think you're right with like i think the costumes team and the props team were like okay we'll just the props people are like we have a bunch of stuffed birds that make noises how can we use what we have <laughs> how in can storage we use this 
It was so dumb. I was like, if you would have told me that we would be watching like Sandra and Phaedra and Parmesan cheese and Dan and John and CT running through the house. John at this challenge. (laughs) Running. Don't make me laugh again. Guys, I was like out of commission for like two minutes, like cry laughing while Lana kept talking because I could not get it together. But like, if you would have told me like, hey, in a couple of episodes, they're going to be running through the house making bird noises in order to like, I'm like in order to find a bird statue, I, I would have never guessed it. I mean, it was the wildest thing. I don't know why they thought making the noise while they ran would like help them remember the noise. Like, yeah, that was so funny to me. They'd like run into the castle and Alan's standing there and they're like making the noise at Alan. He's just like, excuse me. He's like, I'm just, what are you doing? And then everyone else is running. And then John is just like bopping along, looking around, not knowing what's happening. Yeah. I'm pretty sure John got like lost again. Ellie Gould's like, run, John. He's like, like, move, John. It's that way. I know. I know. I just, John doesn't know what day it is, but you know who also doesn't know what day it is? The two kind of, I don't know. I don't want to call them dumb, but you know, if the shoe fits. Shree and Kevin are matched up to do the bird noises. And these two yo-yos can't read a damn map. Can't read a map. Not that I can read a map very well, but they are like, they're like running in circles trying to find the shields. But, and these, as if Cherie needs a shield, no one's coming for Cherie because she, she's not a threat. So she could lay low. She's definitely she's not a traitor. Like, no one thinks like, it's her. I don't know. Last time a t- Tamra got out, you know, housewives are coming after us now. I need a shield. I know. Well, I think like, are her and Cherie the only housewives left? I think so. Um, I know. Yeah. And then Kevin's like, I need a shield because I'm going to put a name up during the round table and, you know, have yeah, heat on like, me. I don't know what I'm so doing. So I don't really need one. Like, Kevin, what? I love how people, like, justify their reasons for needing the shield. I'm like, no, everybody needs a shield. Anybody can die. I don't understand. Anybody can be murdered. Yeah. It's up for grabs. You can't call dibs on it. But, you know, who does get it is Trichelle and Bergie. Um, They run in. They have to do, like, almost like the chicken dance to get the shield. Why? (laughs) Why? Why'd they have to do that? I don't know. I don't know. Um, (laughs) But you had an amazing comparison for for our man, Brugalicious. Burgalicious, <laughs> aka Burgalicious. <laughs> like I just wanted that song playing over while he was doing the chicken dance. Burgalicious definition. Like that would have been so good. But can you please tell the people what you thought his outfit looked like? <laughs> oh my gosh, y'all! I can't even see it. They were the red team, so they had on like red hats and red vests, and then Bergie was wearing this like kind of like cream tan fur jacket. It was like one of those jacket things, y'all, and it was like teddy bear material almost. Yes, he was wearing a teddy bear jacket, and you know what? (laughs) He looks exactly like Winnie the Pooh. I know. It was fantastic. Dead on. I said to put it up on the on the Instagram story of like the Pooh Bear and then him. Yeah, I tweeted it out. I sent Lana a picture of Winnie the Pooh without context. Like, I was getting the picture of Bergie ready. And before I could send it back, she was like, What does this mean? Are you not wearing pants? (laughs) It's like, are you Winnie the Pooh and you're just going to be wearing a shirt during our recording of this podcast? <laughs> Why is that what you thought first? I don't know. I just like, I had a friend who used to be like, I'm Winnie the Poohing right now. And I was like, what does that mean? She's like, oh, I just don't wear pants. It's just the top. 
I mean, I will admit I'm still in pajama pants, but y'all, I am wearing pants. I would just like to clarify. Thanks for the clarification. Yeah. So basically, Bergy looks like Winnie the Pooh. And then my other favorite thing is like the green team, aka Sheree and Kevin, were both like, we're just like too pretty to wear these hats. And they just they didn't were, She was hats. not going to let that ruin her hair, and neither was he. <laughs> but, like, the they red team, like, the other teams are wearing these ridiculous hats running through the woods, and then the green team's just like, no, we're here for our looks. No hat for I, me. That that just goes to show you, like, I shouldn't have called them dumb, but they those two little vain people were running through the forest, could not be able to read a map, and refused to wear the, the floppy hat. Yeah. Yeah. It was a wild time. Um, but then we have the blue team, which is Pilot Pete and Janelle, and they have their yeah. hats, like, strapped, like, so far under their chin <laughs> with the drawstring, it's, like, suffocating their little heads. They're like, we have to run fast. We can't have it falling off. We can't lose our hat. Are you kidding me? We can't fly off. <laughs> they look so um, ridiculous. Oh, it was I so know. funny. And it was, like, so small on Janelle's face, and Janelle has huge lips. All I could see were yeah. her lips the entire time. That's all I could see. All I could see. Janelle's a beautiful woman. That oh hat gosh, really did it. Really messed her up, though. <laughs> I know she's got like Chanel Ooh. earrings on, and then this floppy hat. I'm like, oh my gosh, it was a I'm lot. So sorry, girl. It was, it was it a was lot. A mm-hmm. But you know, she is she's a good player. She's strategic, and she's very impressed by Peter. So Peter has hatched a plan, y'all. A plan. Um, and so he thinks that everyone's going to just assume that him and Janelle went for the shield because why wouldn't they? Um, so he's like, me is smart today. Um, and he wants them to keep believing that they got the shield. And so he tells Bergie and Trishel, like, keep on DL. And he's like, like I'm going to tell yeah. the people that I suspect are the traitors that I have the shield. And so we'll know yeah. if they go for Bergie or someone else that they'll, like, I'll suss yeah. them out pretty much. But he, like, he's like, don't say anything. And so when they all get back together, they're like, who got the shields? And Janelle's like, I will be speaking for everyone. Like, in the interest of... <laughs> I the, love this. In, in the interest of the faithful. So we have, like, all decided not to say anything. And Ellie Gould is like, all three teams. And they're just like... Like, Bergie just looks like, I think I'm supposed to not now. Like, he looks so confused. Yeah. Kevin and, and Sheree have, have so no much. idea who... Yeah, they're like, yeah, okay. And then that's my other favorite thing. Like, Peter goes and he's talking to Kevin, and he thought Kevin and Cherie had the shields. And he's like, wait, no, Bergie has the shield? It was so. Why would you ever think Kevin and Cherie found the shield, y'all? Like, Bergie's like, no, I have the shield, Peter. (laughs) Peter's like, oh. I know. Sometimes Peter does show that he, you know. Maybe it's not as smart as we hope he is. But he does great this episode. um, Mm -hmm. And, but then, you know, you have some of these people. This, the faithfuls who again they don't understand they like just don't have a good read on character at all and don't know who is strategic no. and who's not so we have mj sweet mj who i think she thinks that she, i've ne- one i've never really seen her talk to dan but for some reason she feels like she has the need to tell him that people are coming for him like people think it's him yeah. that he's one of the traitors and i'm like girl MJ, i don't know what are you She's, doing mj tells him specifically specifically that janelle is onto him yeah. um I'm like, yeah, let alone Pretty Boy Pilot Pete. I'm like, so is Pretty Boy Pilot Pete, but nobody's saying yeah, anything about Janelle him. Yeah, we just throw Janelle under the bus? Oh. Yeah, what? And Pete, mm-hmm. this is the thing that I do commend him on, is he is not, he's trying to be sneaky, but at the same time, he's like, actually calling Dan out. Like, he's being confrontational, yeah. <laughs> being like, I yeah. think it's you! Like, yeah, <laughs> straight up at the breakfast yeah. table. Um, mm-hmm. But we get to the round table, and before we get into that um alan's like we have an extra seat here we have a new person joining um <laughs> in his castle. dramatic way my <laughs> castle 
coming to my castle. Do we know? Does he own this castle? I hope he does. <laughs> I know uh, he keeps it decorated like this at all times. <laughs> with that portrait of him with, with the crown on. Giant portrait with the crown. Yeah. It's so good. But they bring in Kate. And Kate is from Below Deck. She's much beloved in the Bravo world. Um, and she was on last season. And she went pretty far. She was like, I think she was number five, like fifth place. when she got oh, a booted okay. last time. And mm-hmm. she is a faithful this season as well. And she's kind of pissed, which I think this is hilarious. She's like, I wish I was a traitor because I want that velvet hood. And I want to see what the <laughs> turret looks like. <laughs> Honestly, I get it. Like, same girl, same. I get it too. I get it too. She's like, I want to be in the cult of three, right? And in the in the traitor cult. Um, and I'm excited for her to be on it because mm-hmm. she brings a certain something because she is she is confrontational. She will just call people out and she is not afraid to voice her opinion, which we need a few more of those people in this group because yeah. so far people are just like, they're just not really doing it. So she, she yeah. like comes to actually play the game. Um, but I have to talk about the round table because we start off right away oh where Kate's immediately, she's just funny. She's like, tell me who we hate. And Kevin, mm-hmm. I, oh, <gasps> Kevin's like, I would like to speak without being <sighs> interrupted. This group has a tendency to interrupt me. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I was so angry. I was like, how did Kevin go from just like, just a dumb, sweet, hot looking guy who is just there for kicks to like being a total asshole? Like, I know. All I wrote down is Kevin is an asshole. How did we get here? Like, I just don't know know how we got here. I know. And he talks about like, you you all think it's me because I'm an actor. And again, we said the last episode, there's no way Kevin's a good actor. Right. There's no way he's acting. I truly um, think we need to have like uh some sort of definition for when we can call someone an actor. Like they need to have had this many IMDb credits and like yeah. this much. And main on. roles. Like it's, does he even have like his SAG card, you know? Like no, can we he was call like him hot an actor? Guy number five. Listen to our last episode where we went through his IMDb. Um he was like hot guy number five in multiple movies. So yeah, yeah. I don't think we we're like, you know, he's Oscar worthy of being a, a great yeah. actor. Um, but he immediately like throws out Janelle's name and mm-hmm. like, well, you, this was so funny to me. Cause he's like, you've been wrong about everyone who's been banished. Like they've all been faithful. So I'm like, hasn't everyone? Like, it's right. I'm like, Janelle. didn't you vote Kevin? Didn't you also vote? Like, I don't want to You voted the it. same way as her. Like, I just don't get it. And then I couldn't, like, homegirl was, like, asking somebody else a question, and he's like, excuse me, like, I'm talking. I was like, Kevin, what, what is oh my wrong gosh, with she, you? She asked, Kate asked, like, what's this guy's name? Like, to the person next to her, whoever it was, and he's like, are you listening to me, Kate? I'm speaking. I'm like, why are we allowed to talk to people like this? Kevin. That was so, canceled. Yeah, especially since they've never met before. Like, it's not like there's yeah. any history between the two of them where, like, I know. Like, I don't think you should ever speak to someone like that. But if, like, Janelle and Dan did that to each other, who've, like, known each other for years and, like, have all this history, you kind of be like, eh, whatever. But, like, Homegirl just walked in and Kevin is, like, treating her with such disrespect. I was so confused. I I was like, Kevin, and why wouldn't you want to buddy up with Kate? Kate has played this game before and got really far. That is a person you would want to be your ally, not your enemy. Right. And she will come for you. If you piss her off, she'll, she she will get the numbers on her side to get you out. It's just who Kate is. Um, mm-hmm. And we love her for it. She is like head bitch in charge. And so I'm so excited that she's here. Um, I mm-hmm. loved her last we need season. Her. But uh, she also was like secretly pregnant during the filming of this the first season. And she did one of those. She pulled a Kylie and just like had a baby and announced it. I love that. <laughs> That's so yeah, funny she had to a me. Boy. 
No, the best the best pregnancy announcement now is a like a non announcement where you just tell people the baby's here. <laughs> like, yeah, incredible. I love, I love that. it. Or like when um, when Rihanna was at the Super Bowl and she was just like, <laughs> she just like just showed yeah, off her belly and then just like kept performing. I remember that was I the was best. watching that. I was watching that and I was like, was it? Yeah, I was like, did we know? Like it was that at first I was thinking to myself, did we know she was pregnant? Like was did I miss something? Like I thought it was me. Like I thought I, I had know. missed this announcement. And then I was like, oh no, this was the announcement. Like this is how like, she well, thought. Okay. So maybe she's still like, you know, embracing, yeah. you know, she's still got her baby bod, whatever. And so when people were like, Well, she has a belly on her, I was like, Don't say anything unless she confirms it. I was so defensive right. of Rihanna during that whole thing. Oh my gosh, of course. Um, like we have to defend you know, women. Oh. I know. Um, <laughs> Which brings me back Janelle, to what's going on now. People bashing yeah, Janelle. Janelle. Mm. It is a Janelle hate train, but Janelle's like, I think it's Sandra, Dan, or CT. She's just the wrong survivor queen. Obviously, it's Parmesan cheese. And no one is suspecting Phaedra. And so I'm <laughs> so interested to hear how um, soon Dan and Parvati get together to be like, we need to start chucking her under the bus a little bit more. Right. Right. I mean, they tried last episode. It just didn't work. Remember, Dan was just, like, yeah. we need to, like, be together against Phaedra. <laughs> what? And then Phaedra, like, but, like, was like, excuse me? <laughs> I could not get over people being, like, the reason why I think Janelle's a traitor is because she's really outspoken about who she thinks the traitors are. And I'm like, oh, she's an outspoken woman? Therefore, she's a traitor? Just because she speaks Why isn't anyone her coming mind? for Pilot Pete, who is screaming, it's these people at the top of his lungs this whole episode? Or, I don't know, Kevin. Yeah, like she is not speaking anymore. And like the more they think about it, they all turned on Larsa because she was too outspoken. Mm-hmm. Now Janelle's too outspoken. I'm sorry, but the patriarchy strikes again. We're all of a this sudden just like, Larsa. Oh, an outspoken woman. Oh, it can't possibly out. be allowed. Throw her out. This they is why Larsa's like messy. It's an- yeah, this is why Larsa was like, it's an alpha male, because they keep getting out all these strong women. Um, so, so annoying. I agree with you. I, there's one funny part where John, John decides to speak up, and he's like, <laughs> I think it's you, Kevin. And, like, has no basis for why he thinks it's Kevin. He's just like, I, Kevin's an actor. And we're like, we've established. Kevin's an actor, but he's not a good one. <laughs> oh, um, my and then Dan... Dan decides to put on the show of a lifetime and get like so dramatic about Janelle. Like, I can't trust you. Like, I thought you would have my back and all this. I'm like, really? Um, and of course, people keep believing Dan. And I have no idea why people keep believing him. Truly, why? I don't know. Patriarchy. There is no other reason. <laughs> I just so don't get it. I'm like, what is Dan doing that? Like, also, if we think about you, strategy brain, he is a big threat, okay? You guys got Johnny Bananas out. Night one, you thought he was a big threat. Mm-hmm. What about Dan? He's one big brother once or twice. Like, come on. Can we? Right. Hello. Please get him what out. What are we doing? Um, right. I'm surprised they haven't turned on Parvati or, or Sandra yet because they're both strong players, but they, they have really good games. But no, I just don't understand why Dan keeps surviving the banishment. Um, speaking of banishment, we start voting. Um, and you know I love the spelling errors and the things that happen on this, these tiny chalkboards. <laughs> um, and Phaedra, she writes Janelle's name down wrong. She puts an extra N in there. Um, and then she puts like a heart. She puts like heart you at the top as if it like makes it better that she's banishing her. She's like, I still love you, girl. But I'm yeah. for you. And at one point she's like, I hope we can still be friends. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. She's like, 
Of course. I thought that was so funny of Janelle. And of course the traders, you know, they're going to protect Dan, which I'm like, Phaedra, yeah. you could have gotten in on this. If Phaedra wanted to like get him out, she totally could get him out. I think she could get the numbers. I think she could figure it out. Um, mm-hmm. But we'll see. Um, but anyways, Janelle, sweet Janelle gets banished. And of course she says, I love her. I love her life. She's like, I'm a faithful, you idiots. And then Kevin's like, oh no. <laughs> and then like, I could not get, Bergy. Berkelish is like straight Bergie's up pissed. yelling. He's just He's like so mad. yelling. He's like, "You're listening to the traitors." I know. <laughs> Berkelish is so red. mad. He's like red in his teddy bear jacket. Like I was dead. Berkelishes got so angry out of nowhere. <laughs> like I was like, "Yeah, they took his friend." Okay. He's like, you're listening I know. to the traitors. And then Cherie, I think it was Cherie who was like, I was just oh God, like Cherie. following her actions. I was like, Yeah, she's like, I voted based what? on her actions. And they're like, we did too. Like, like what do you no mean? No one was coming Cherie. My gosh. Oh, um, so dumb. But then we keep getting more of the episode, which I was like, oh, surprising. Um, the traitors are back in the turret. And Dan is like, I gotta, I gotta like murder whoever, you know however I need to, to keep me in the game. Um, and Phaedra is, I do love Phaedra Parks. She's like, you need to get it together. You will not throw a name out. She's like, throw a damn name out. Anybody. You can throw John's out. You can throw anybody's out. But mine, you know, don't throw mine out. But I love Phaedra. She's like, your game is, like, people are onto you, obviously. Like, please start coming to the party yeah. here. Because, again, the disrespect, they tried to ask him for a name. And he was like, no, like, I'm not ready yet. And they're like, said, they're I'm like, sleeping on it to the traitors. A, yeah, like we're on a team, Dan. We're together, or we can just take I you know. down. And you know what? That's what I want. I want Phaedra and Parmesan cheese to get together in another I room do. and say, like, we're getting rid of Dan because he's the worst. And I want girl I power to happen this agree. season. I know. Yeah. I want girl power to happen this season and those two. Like, maybe after this episode, it might click to them. Like, Dan's actually not on our team at all. Like, he's going to start mm-hmm. showing his colors. Um, and it's funny, they. <laughs> I love Pilot Pete, but they already kind of figured out he was lying because Parvati and Dan are like, they're trying to figure out who is the shield. And Parvati's like, he told me in confidence that he is the shield. And then Dan's like, well, he told me in confidence that he is the shield. Um, And they're like, okay, so Peter's lying. And, but then Dan discredits Pilot Pete and says, he's not savvy enough to do that. Yeah. And that, in that moment, I was like, Dan's own ego Dan's narcissism is going to get him out of this game. It. Yeah, I know. He's like, Peter wouldn't do that. Peter's not smart enough. <gasps> what? Like, Peter, Dan, keep playing you think dumb. It's working. Yeah. It's working. Pretty boy Peter. <laughs> just be pretty boy Peter. And when everybody asks why you're here, you can just say, I dated 20 women. And don't tell anybody yeah. that you were a pilot or a successful person outside of that. I, Absolutely. On reality television because I'm hot and I dated multiple women and I got engaged and then I broke up with them. And my and mom sweet nums yelled at here. everyone. <laughs> sweet nums. Um, also, <laughs> one thing. Bring her home to us. Bring her home. I did want to say when I was scrolling Tamara's Twitter, exciting. She tweeted that she's excited for the reunion. So there will be a reunion <gasps> of the show. Oh, we better get Sweet Nums in there. Oh my gosh. Sweet Nums could pop up. We could have a Sweet Nums cam because they always show her on The Bachelor. <laughs> yeah, camera, for those of you who, but... yeah, for those of you who do not watch The Bachelor and for the past 30 seconds have been like, what the hell are they talking about? Peter's mom 
Barb is named Sweet Nums on Instagram. That's her Instagram handle. And we just think it's the <laughs> most ridiculous thing that's ever happened. And she shows up to all of the Bachelor reunions, even when he's not there. Like, yeah, she, she still shows up on for years. It's like been 10 years since his season or something like that. Um, and it's, I mean, I think Serena and I watched it when we were in college. And she, like, she has this iconic line where she was talking to Pilot Peter and saying, bring her home. And it was to us. so dramatic about which woman <laughs> he should choose. Um, and then she, like, went off at the actual, like, you know, after the final rose about, like, how she wasn't yeah. sure about Maddie or something. Um, yeah. But we lot. just... Just for context, Sweet Nums is Barb. She's Pilot Pete's mom. And she she goes ham for her baby boy on social media. Like, I'm sure I should mm-hmm. look up her Instagram. I'm sure she's we like really posting should. a million pictures of him. Yeah, but he she would just make a great reunion, like, guest to just, like, be in the audience and get her reactions because she would just be like, I can't believe that you thought my boy wasn't smart yeah. enough. Like, she would just start yelling probably at Dan. And that I would know. be so funny. It would be amazing. Um, but Dan then throws out Burgalicious. And mm-hmm. Phaedra's like, again, I love Phaedra. Not my Burgalicious. Um, <laughs> Not my Burgalicious. Not my Burgalicious. Um, they're like, oh they're my like, gosh. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I did look up Sweet Num's Instagram. Oh, good. Okay, Show us. so for example, she um, captioned... On January 3rd, a video of her and Peter from, like, when he was The Bachelor, I think. I, I mean, I didn't have it on audio because we are, you know, talking and stuff. But she wrote, my son, my pride and joy. Oh my <laughs> or she did a, another video of Peter getting ready in a mirror and, like, being on Traders, like, talking to Alan Cummings. And she mm-hmm. wrote the caption, flying under the radar, the traitors tonight on Peacock. <laughs> sweet nums. If we could interview with Sweet Nums, I think that would actually legitimize us. Um, oh my gosh. But I would love it so she, much. She is like who you think about when you're like, oh gosh, I don't want a mother-in-law who's in love with her son. She's obsessed oh. with Pilot Pete. <laughs> she is like literally the definition of like a weird relationship with Pilot Pete. Like it is I know. so uncomfortable. And then I kind of think like her. Yeah. He has another brother. Like, what is it like to I be know. the other brother? He's not an only child, but you know, <laughs> he Pilot has, Pete was the bachelor ten years ago. Yeah, I don't wanna I don't wanna be offensive because Lana is married to an only child. Shout out Ben. But like <laughs> Peter has the biggest only child energy I've ever seen from someone who is not an only child. Who is not an only child. It's it's incredible. And he'll like tag her. He'll be like, love you at Sweet Nums. Like that's how we discovered her on Instagram is Pilot tagging his mom. Pilot tagging his mom and things. Anyways, Um, sorry. That was quite a rabbit trail. It's okay. Dan throws out Burgalicious. Phaedra's like, not my Burgalicious. And again, every single time it comes on, I it's for delicious. It must be trending at this point. Like, I don't know. Maybe just from me listening to it over and over again, it hits. Yeah. Um, and they say either we play it safe and vote out, like, you know, John, MJ, Cherie, mm-hmm. um, or we go for Bergie. And we'll remind you, mm-hmm. Bergie has the has shield. The so shield. Right into Pilot Pete's yeah. not so savvy game. I really um, think that they do try to vote for Bergie because Phaedra, one of the last so. lines of the episode is Phaedra being like, I don't like this one. Or like some, she said something like, I don't like this vote. Yeah. So like, she doesn't, she doesn't agree with it. Who else would she say that about? Who else would she say that about? 
besides her sweet the only baby person burger, is, delicious. I the only person other person is Sheree because her and Sheree are close, but I don't mm-hmm. think she would. I mean, she would say that she cares about Sheree, but I think like it doesn't make a difference in her yeah. game. But Bergie, like she loves burglars. She also loves CT. She's like CT. And CT. Like there's so many like little moments of her and CT being funny together. Yeah. Um, but I feel like CT. I, it, is like weirdly flying under the radar. Like he I is. Mean, Peter thinks he's a traitor, which he's not a traitor, but I just feel like CT being like a game player, like being a challenge guy, you would think he'd be sitting there talking strategy and stuff all the time. He's not, he's literally just like laying nope. back, chilling with the vibes. He's on vacation. And just being like, oh, yeah, whatever you need before, like literally during the bird thing, they're like, you know, CT, do you want to shield you with this? CT's just like, wherever you want me, I'm chill. And like, that's what's going to make people think he's a traitor. He's so chill. People are going to be like, oh, that's why he can sleep at night. But I think CT can sleep at night because CT just doesn't give enough. Like, he just doesn't care. No. I love it. He his little newspaper hat. He's, like, he's just doing what he little, wants. His little newsboy hat. I know. He's very unproblematic and just is, like, there for a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, But, yeah, I'm super interested to see what happens next episode. Also, I don't – I have to, like – remind myself about season one i don't think shields were a concept season one so i really have no understanding of like what happens when they try to murder someone with a shield like obviously they show back up at breakfast right because bergie if it is bergie he has the shield like right um so so that'll be interesting do they get told right do do they get told hey you were almost murdered last night but the shield protected you and then like everybody knows or does like no one die I wonder, I wonder, because that's, like, Pilot Pete's whole plan is, like, they're going to think mm-hmm. it's, like, you know, they're going to try to go for whoever. Yeah. Um, because then they don't, because then they don't get another faithful out, so it's, like, against the traitors, you know? Um, yeah. So I'm interested to see how it happens. Like, if Alan says anything, we'll see. Yeah. But we'll see. I know. I, I, I so badly, though, please, Parvati and Phaedra, vote out Dan. Vote him out. He sucks. Ugh, don't let the patriarchy win, guys. Just don't let, the, don't let it win again. I can't handle it anymore. <laughs> I know. I should watch re- rewatch season one, though, because it was so sweet when Ari, like, Ari gives the prize money. I love it. Oh, that's cute. He's so sweet. Not all I men know. suck. Just some no. of them. We have to remember Just that. Just some of them. The patriarchy, let's be clear. The patriarchy sucks. All men do end up benefiting from the patriarchy, but not all men support the patriarchy and we have no not all men suck not all men (laughs) suck our bachelor this year he doesn't suck so far so far knock on wood doesn't suck so far anyways Uh, i think this has been a long enough episode what do you think (laughs) yeah definitely um yeah i I am ready for episode six i will see what happens with mercalicious somehow i think phaedra might save him we'll see um yeah he's gonna save himself he has the shield so you know more to come Mm -hmm. next week but Love you campers. We'll talk to you later. We love you campers. Bye. Bye.